All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego Microcast Series. I'm your host, Jeff Seckendorf, and we're back with gerontologist Jonathan Schwartz. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, welcome back. So we want to talk today about um, aging adults and a bit about purpose and dignity. These are the topics that you wanted to cover, and I'm really interested in this. So where do you want to start on this little talk? So this is perhaps one of the most important topics as it relates to healthy aging that I can think of. So thanks for, for encouraging this. About 15 years ago, I read a book highlighting all the healthy aging spots or the, those countries where people have populations which live the longest. And one of them is in Okinawa, Japan. And this is where people live regularly into their 90s and in good health. And one of the reasons why the author felt like this was the case was they, they really empower older adults to, to, to still contribute in meaningful ways to society. And so much so that they have a word for this, which means ikigai, for the reason I wake up each day. And as we get older, we go to work throughout our continuum of life, we go to school, but then as retirement sets in, maybe as health starts to decline, it's more and more difficult, not just physically to wake up each day and get out of bed, but uh, with some sense of purpose. And I think a major component of healthy aging is to wake up with some sense of purpose. As a society, I think we've done a really poor job in empowering older adults um, to to contribute in a meaningful way to, to society and I, and I have a few thoughts on that as well so it's really interesting as we're all getting older you are too i am too right whether you're in your 30s 40s 60s or 90s so yeah let's let's pursue this a little farther what what are some of the other thoughts you've you've got about um about about creating purpose right right so often this is one of my favorite things we as as people don't know how to talk to older folks and the first go-to question i often hear is tell me about your history as we get older and while that's incredibly important and interesting in most cases we as a as a society forget to ask folks who are older maybe have some health related issue or not we forget to ask folks what it is they still want to do and this is a constant practice I try and work with as I talk to everyone, including older folks, is what do you still want to do with your life? And, and, and uh, it brings me back to a story. Um, in the late 90s, I heard a, an interview with John Glenn, the famous astronaut. And in his late 70s, he decided, I still want to go to outer space one final time. And he was interviewed and one of the interviewers said, Mr. Glenn, what are you doing? You've been to outer space several times. Going up is really hard on the body. Uh, why, what else do you have to prove? Why do you want to do this? And John Glenn looked out at the interviewer in a really pissed off way and said, just because I'm 77 years old does not mean I still don't have hopes and dreams and aspirations. And whatever health status someone's in, whatever age they're in, that purpose, those aspirations are incredibly important. We know our society from a demographic standpoint is getting older. In fact, in San Diego County, between the years of 2020 and 2035, so that 15 year period that we're now on the front end of, 
Those 65 and up, according to SANDAG, are expected to more than double over that 15-year period. And so as a society, we have a lot of challenges. As we get older, there are there's, there's, there's greater strains on our healthcare system and social security systems. But at the same time, if we tap into the wisdom and talent and connections and money that older adults tend to have, oh my gosh, we are in as a society to tap into some amazing resources and benefits that we've, we as a society have never seen. Okay, so I have a question then. In, in our society, we tend to define everybody by their work. Hey, Jonathan, what do you do? Hey, Jeff, what do you do? So when people go into retirement and they don't have that work, it seems like people start to lose their persona. It's like, hey, what do you do all day? Well, I ride my bike, I fix the fence, I cook dinner. And, and the, the, the reason for being, it seems like it's adjusted to a very internal, personal thing more than it is um, something that is more integrative with society. So what do we do as a group of aging, aging adults to continue to not look at ourselves as retired with nothing to do except ride our bikes and garden, um, but you know, continue to contribute and continue to be a part of society without going back to work or going to outer space or whatever? So decades ago, a century ago, where average life expectancy was, was a lot less than it is today, people would work up into the age of 65 or so, and then have retirement, maybe one year retired, two years retired, and then that might be it for that person. But we are in a time period today where retirement can be a decade or two decades or three decades. And the thought of golfing or playing cards all throughout that maybe 30 year span um, has been proven to not increase happiness. So many other pieces of that retirement, what you're talking about, and in, in particular, retirement communities, one of their sales pitches is come live with us. It's just like living on a cruise ship, but on land. We take care of you in every way. We provide food, we provide activities and housekeeping. Let us take care of you. And while that might sound nice in the minute, and it's certainly nice for a month or two months or whatever, over the long run, being taken care of on a daily basis is actually proven to be all that not, not, not all that enjoyable. What gives people happiness and joy is that purpose when they're contributing to community and, and society. We talk about, you mentioned retirement and how, how to do this. How do you get involved in some purpose project? Harvard and Stanford have some amazing programs for people who are highly distinguished, highly successful, successful careers to go back and to learn how to give back to one's community or even on a larger scale. And I think we in San Diego have such an opportunity to create almost much smaller grassroots, almost retirement clubs to discuss some purpose related projects to to give back, whether it's helping helping uh, elementary school kids learn to read or improving nutrition in uh, less lower income areas. There's a bountiful amount of opportunities and needs in our community. And I just think older adults are there's no one better to fulfill that that need. Is there some kind of clearinghouse or website or organization where, you know, somebody who is, you know, 
a year, two, three into retirement and getting bored and, and looking for a way to get back can go and start to find these opportunities? Speaking with local senior centers, looking into your local chapter of AARP, there are a there are certainly ways to to give back. I, I would encourage people to go onto social media platforms like Nextdoor or Facebook and just throw out into the universe, hey, here's what I'm, look, I'm interested in or here's what I'm looking to do. Does anyone have any thoughts or ideas? And uh, I, I can tell you the world that we're living in today, there are so many fabulous connectors to, to people that are actually willing and wanting to give back. But it sounds like people are going to have to take their own initiative to get this going, right? Correct. Uh, often, yeah, right. Often it's it's rare that someone will seek out, hey, let me help you. You'd have to take that initiative. But that's part of it too. I mean, it seems like that's part of building yourself up to be, you know, have a, I guess we can almost look at it like a second career, a third career, fourth career, right? As you're As you're moving into something that maybe you don't need the money, but you get the benefits of, of, I'm doing air quotes now, working without actually working. And the health benefits to this, blood pressure goes down, um, cortisol levels go down, joy in, in, in magnitudes goes up. And, and as, we, as it relates to navigating some age-related age disease or some disease, when you get into, and I'm doing the air quote as well, the flow of something, that idea of the flow of when you lose yourself or immerse yourself in some activity that you're passionate about, um, we forget. We sometimes forget that we have some health issue or emotional issue or whatever's going on, and we lose ourselves in that activity. And um, gosh, I just think that over the next 10, 20, 30 years, we are going to see more and more people achieving incredible things to help humanity, help society. And the, the people that are going to spearhead this are older adults. It sounds like fun. Moving forward, it just sounds like fun, right? And that's the goal, right? Have some fun. Yeah. I mean, I think once, once, we, once we're able to retire, the day is our destiny, really. We can choose how we want to spend and what we want to do. And uh, tapping into those connections is a really fun, fun way. To, to live life. So Jonathan, thank you so much for this. Um, Jonathan's website is partnerinaging.com. We'll put that in the show notes. He offers a, a, a wealth of services for people as they're starting to age. And um, yeah, we appreciate your time and, and grateful to have you on the episode. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode of the Parkinson's Association of San Diego Microcasts.